Hi friends, welcome to the first episode of the Autistic Life podcast and uh, I am not scared, I am, that was a lie, I'm sorry, I shouldn't, I should not start my podcast with a lie, but I am scared and I am anxious and uh, I don't know why actually, But um, let's let's be honest about that. <laughs> so yeah, I think I may have been delaying this because I don't know. I my perfectionist brain is. I feel like it's a very good thing for so many things, but for others, it's just a nightmare because. It has prevented me from doing so many things that I actually wanted to do. And I know that I would have enjoyed doing. And the result at least wouldn't have been terrible. But yeah, just uh, perfectionism. Perfectionism? Yeah. Um, it's just... It, I don't know, it freezes me sometimes and I record these things. This is, a, I have no idea how many first episodes I've had. Um, but this is the one that will be posted because that's how I'm doing things. If I'm not forcing myself, I know that it's just not going to happen. So yeah, this is the first one. Um... First and foremost, I really want to thank my, hopefully the first of many, um, but my first um, sponsor for this podcast, which is Timo. Um, for those of you who don't know, Timo is a paid subscription app that does so many things. Um, it helps you organize your life. Um, it helps you build a routine. It It helps you work towards goals and habits and through a visual aid, which I, which is great. <laughs> and it's my favorite part of it. Um, and yeah, it's, it's amazing. And uh, they have kindly offered to sponsor this podcast, which is amazing. Um, so yeah, if you are looking for an app, To help you um, create routines and just keep up with everything in your life, um, you should definitely check out Timo. Okay, so today's episode, the first episode, um, I, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to talk about as the first topic. I don't know, I feel like first times are weird um, in all senses. Um, so I was like, Hmm, what's one thing that I wish when I first got my diagnosis, like something I wish, I don't know, someone would have said or would have shared with me? And this came to mind, like, instantly. Um, so by the name of the episode, you probably know that I'm talking about, like, what to do after you find out or that you're autistic. Um, like, what do you do with that information, right? Um, 
I think that late diagnosed autistic people don't always know what to do once we get our diagnosis or we or we realize that we are autistic through so much research <laughs> that we know that we are um, capable of doing. Um, so it's like, for example, in my experience, I remember getting my diagnosis, like my, the psychologist that um, diagnosed me was like, well, yeah, um, you're autistic. And I, I was happy, but I was also like, cool, what do I do with this information? <laughs> and I think that um, looking back, it was very artistic of me to be like, hey, please provide some instructions so I know what to do with this. Um, and she was like, do whatever you want. <laughs> Share it with whoever, do whatever. Um, so yeah, I was, I have to admit that I was lost for many, many weeks because yeah, just, it was, it was such a hit, not because I felt like being autistic was a bad thing, but it's just, it was very confusing to have spent 27 of my years of my life not knowing this part of myself. Um, so I was like, hmm, I, I should revise everything about me now that I know this information. So it, it, it was confusing. Um, and uh, the fact that there, well, now, nowadays, I feel like there's so much, um, and this wasn't like so so long ago. It's just like two years ago, but I feel like the there wasn't or isn't um, that much information specifically. Like, what do I do <laughs> now that I know this? Um, and I felt lost. Um, so yeah, I didn't know actually. Who should I tell? Um, how to get help for the things that I was struggling with? It's just, it was very, very confusing. And there was also all of these feelings that came up post-diagnosis. Um, because I feel like suspecting that you might be autistic as an adult is a roller coaster of emotions on its own. Because it's like um, you you go through all of all of these like series of of processes like you you are like no way but this explains a lot no no way i there's no way i'm autistic and then you continue to do your research and autism starts to explain so much um and i feel that's like that alone it's such a roller coaster, and then coming to terms with the with the fact that you are autistic, um, that's another roller coaster of emotions. Um, for me, it was very. I feel like there was a lot of grief in my case. Um, again, not because autism was a bad thing, because I, not because I received it in in a bad way. Actually, I was so happy because I knew, I knew that something was going on. Um, and I just, I, 
I went to get a diagnosis and I remember saying um, to the specialist, like, and if it's not autism, I want to know what is it, <laughs> what is, um, because I, I knew that something was going on. I knew that if it wasn't autism, it was something else. Um, so I didn't really care much uh, about, like, the, there was no negative con feelings towards that. But the feelings were towards, like, man, if I had known this, it would have saved me so much trauma and so much trouble and I... Like, so many things, <laughs> so many things. Um, and I, I felt, at first I felt very hurt, and then I felt angry, and then I just sad. And I just, I went through another roller coaster of emotions, mostly because of that, because if I, if, if I would have known that I was autistic, there are so many things that I would have done different and it would have explained so much and it it wouldn't have made me feel like there was something wrong with me. Like it would have explained things. <laughs> why I felt so weird, why I felt like an alien, why I didn't fit in. Um, it would explain so much. Yeah, I and then I felt anger <laughs> because what the hell no one noticed. Like it just I started to go back and to all the moments that I definitely definitely displayed autistic traits. Um and no one noticed. <laughs> no one suggested it. Like for example, and this is an, an anecdote, but and it, I can look, like, I always laughed at this. And now I'm like, that was so autistic. When I was, like, eight, seven or something like that, I was in, still in, like, I was a kid. Um, and we had a lot of written assignments. Like, we needed to, like, come up with a story or something. And my stories would always, always ended up in, like, a very dramatic thing, kind of like a horror story, like all the time, because I was obsessed and <laughs> obsessed as in special interest. Um, I was obsessed with um, uh, Goosebumps stories, like the TV show and the books. It's just, it was a massive special interest of mine while growing up. So everything was haunted and it, it was just everything had ghosts and someone had been kidnapped and someone like all stories were like that and I just I remember like thinking about that and and telling my mom like hey no one ever just like called you to said hey you know what um your daughter keeps writing about ghost stories and things that are kind of, I don't know, dark for her age. Um, but yeah, no one, no one reached out. Um, and like, that's just one thing from so many. Um, so yeah, I felt anger because, oh my God, no one noticed. Um, and yeah, and, and then the whole 
explanation thing that I that I said earlier that it would have explained so much and it would have helped me with my self-esteem and and, and it just it would have made such a difference um but yeah that's one thing that I from my understanding that I feel like it's very important to do um whatever it is that you are feeling um now that you found out that you are autistic I think it's very important to explore whether that's however you can like if you can do it with a therapist that is awesome and uh, definitely definitely it's going to be helpful um but if you can't afford it or you just don't want to um maybe writing about it or just try to process it because it's a lot like I'm a person that I go to therapy and I love going to therapy, but I also have this, it's just, I only see my therapist once a week <laughs> and a lot of things happen during the week. Um, but I'm lucky enough to have my mom and she lives with me. Um, and whenever I just, I'm going through something, I, I can talk about it with her and just the fact that I can say it out loud, it's just incredibly helpful and uh, and it helped me process so much of it um so yeah just even if it's just anger or it's or it's just sadness or grief or whatever just like talking about it and like expressing your emotions um it it's super helpful and it can Yeah, I feel like it can help you integrate all of this new information better. Um, which is one of the reasons um, why I started my account in the first place. Because um, I started my account like three months after my diagnosis. And uh, because I had a partner back then and... Uh, I apparently I was talking way too much about autism because it had become a special interest and it still is. Um, and yeah, I, apparently I was talking too much about that, about autism. And uh, so I talked about it with um, my psychologist and she was like, oh, I, th I feel like you should Um, start journaling all of these things so that you don't just go around through life <laughs> monopolizing conversations about autism. Um, so I thought about doing that and I was like, hmm, I'm going to do it on Instagram since it's just me and if someone wants to follow me, great. And if not, great. I'm just doing it for me. And then it became what it became thank you so much um so yeah um I feel like that that can be very helpful to process whatever comes up after getting that diagnosis um whatever it is honestly there's just there's no fixed way to feel about this um it's just it it's a lot Let's just put it like that. 
um, it's a lot to grow up um, whatever um, amount of years like have spent on this earth and then receive this information that just changes everything it, it's tough and I, I I feel like it it should be processed so that you you can go through all of this accept, acceptance journey um, like better and like more smoothly. Another thing that I did after processing all of that was to okay. Now I've talked about the all of these feelings that I had. What do I do with my diagnosis? Um, and what I did was to retrace my steps. Um, and uh, for me, that meant um, like going back to the reason why I sought my diagnosis in the first place. And in my case, it was that I was completely lost. I had entered like a very, like, I was in a very low point in my life after my, um, sorry, before my diagnosis. I just, I wasn't doing anything with my life. I was 27. I lack interest in everything. I just, I was in a relationship that I didn't like. I wasn't doing what I felt um, fulfilling. I didn't know what my purpose was. I just... I had no idea. <laughs> um, and I was, the relationship with myself was awful, awful, so awful. Um, I had anxiety, like so bad anxiety. Just, I used to have panic attacks, like three to four panic attacks a day. So it was very hard, um, which after my diagnosis, I realized that a lot of those panic attacks were actually meltdowns, but I didn't have the language to call them <laughs> meltdowns, so I would just call them panic attacks. Um, and yeah, so I remember sitting and I was like, hmm, okay, so the reason why I asked for help was because I was feeling X, Y, and Z about my life. So let's try to figure that out. Like, now that I know this information, I feel like I'm better equipped to do it. So let's do it. So I feel like going back um, allows us to meet that initial need that we had that made us question everything. Um, that, yeah, that, that, that pointed us to doing all of this research and getting a diagnosis and just like talking about it with someone um I feel like after talking with so many late diagnosed adults one thing that we all seem to have in common or at least most of them is that we went through like a breaking point um that made us ask for help um that ended up giving us like um, a, an autism diagnosis, realizing that we were autistic. Um, so yeah, the fact that we asked for help or we just, we felt like we couldn't move forward like the way that we were, um, I feel like, 
yeah, it can help us know what to do with our diagnosis and uh, how how we can start rebuilding ourselves ourselves sorry um, with this new information because in my case um, and I know this isn't the case for everyone um, but I just I had my diagnosis and I went through the entire um, 2019 um, just like tearing my old self down and rebuilding my new self um, and I personally I really need needed to do that because I was completely neglecting myself in so many ways in so many ways so I really needed to tear all that down um, but I know it doesn't have to be the case for everyone it's not like you realize you're autistic and you just have to like get rid of everything in your life that was the case for me because there was just so many things that were just not working and I really needed to start over um go, going back to that place to what made us seek a diagnosis um can also be an, another thing we we can do once we realize we're autistic um just so that we know like what to do with ourselves I also think that um working on ourselves to meet that initial goal, um, yeah, it can bring back a lot of autonomy and empowerment that we may have lost um, throughout our lives. Um, I know that in in my case, it was um, something that happened in the last couple of years before my diagnosis is that I had started to shrink and just like I started to like belittle myself and allow others to belittle me so I was like getting smaller and smaller and smaller um and I would just no matter what I wanted to do or what I thought about things I would just always ask someone else um if it was okay what I was thinking like I had lost that like I I had stopped believing in myself and I had stopped giving myself credit and just like I was always relying on someone to check if I was doing things okay because I knew that because I felt like my judgment wasn't correct or wasn't I hate this I hate this normal um and uh, so yeah I had gotten to that place where I was like, oh yeah, I'm definitely not normal because this person has said it and this person has said it. And my ex-partner used to tell used to tell me all the time, you are not normal. You are not normal. So it kind of like it was drilled in my brain. So all of that negative self-talk, it's just it yeah, it just it made me doubt so much of myself. So working on myself and tearing all that down and starting from scratch knowing that I was autistic um, helped me like get back to that place where I felt confident with my choices and confident of 
what I thought and I what I wanted to do and say and choose because I knew that there wasn't anything flawed about it. It was just me. It was different. Um, so yeah, I think that it, um, working on ourselves, it can really help bring back that that we may have lost after years and years of neglecting ourselves or listening to our environments and just internalizing the fact that we are different and maybe awkward and so many things. It also allows us to start over um, from a place that feels in alignment with who we are instead of being in alignment with someone else. Um, that was the case for me uh, for so many years of my life, especially the last ones before my diagnosis. I was living according to someone else's terms, according to someone else's perception of what's normal and what I should do and what should be done. And uh, yeah, that that's that was the main thing that totally, totally made me want to like start to shrink myself because yeah there's no there was just no room for me <laughs> because I had all of this like pressure of being whatever people thought that I should be that it was the correct way to be um so yeah when we get our diagnosis and we and again we go through all of those initial thoughts and feelings and all of that working on ourselves um, can really, really help us start over from, yeah, from a place that just like, yeah, this feels like me. And maybe we, because of masking and just honestly rediscovering ourselves, we might not know what me looks like. Like, I also went through that, but the tearing and revealing part also helps us explore that and be like, hmm, I think I like this, or yeah, I definitely don't like this, I'm not like this, and just like move on. So like for a lot of the 2019, I just, I spent it like moving back and forth from different things. It's just like trying to find what fits for me and what was in alignment with me. And uh, yeah, it was also very, very um, helpful. And uh, it made everything a lot easier and it helped me integrate my diagnosis so, so much. Another thing that I think that it's important, um, especially for late diagnosed autistics who struggle with having friends growing up um, and just like or making friends or keeping them or just like socializing in general that was the case for me um, I didn't have any friends like I just I had a few friends but they wouldn't last me long um, and I would always like end up things would end very badly super very badly because I felt like I didn't connect with them. I just, I, I felt like I had nothing in common with them, which was true. <laughs> they were like completely different people. Um, 
So I think that another thing that it's really cool and it's like a very positive thing that autognosis might bring um, is just connecting with one another, connecting with the autistic community, um, connecting with other neurodivergent people because connection and talking about things and relating to one another's experiences um, brings self-acceptance and brings self-compassion. It can, and it also brings validation. So that's one of the reasons why always like, I always start my posts, like the my, my caption, like, can you relate? I always say the same thing because one, I really want to know if you actually relate to what I'm saying, to my experience, but also because like, for example, so many of you comment and you like, I had no idea I experienced this until I saw it written. Yeah, this is me. And that's amazing. Like the amount of validation that brings is amazing. And I've experienced it with other people's posts. Um, and after spending so much of our lives thinking that we are the weird ones, that we are the ones that are not normal, the ones that, whatever, that didn't fit in. Um, connecting with people that just had the exact same experiences or similar experiences, um, it's just, it's like a warm hug that you didn't know you needed. Like, that was for me. Um, and I so get it when so many of you, like, comment, I thought I was. It was just me. <laughs> and I always laugh at that um, in a good way because I, before starting my account, and to be honest, before um, having my autism diagnosis, I, I also thought that only I. It was just me, um, and then I realized that there's so many of us. <laughs> that also thought that it was just us. And that's why it's so important to make connections and share our experiences because even if you're like, hmm, this is this is definitely just me. Uh, it's only just me that I struggle with this or that I find this challenging. When we share it and we put it into the word, world, um, we, we meet other people that are like, no, yeah. I do it too, <laughs> uh, and it's great, and it's it, it just it really really brings a lot of self acceptance and self compassion that it's not something that you can get anywhere else. I think um, it it shouldn't be the sole thing; like it shouldn't be the only kind of support that you should have. But I feel like it's it's a very big part of it, like um, connecting with peers, finally <laughs> connecting with peers for many of us um, can be very healing after so many years of feeling like you didn't fit in with anyone. Yeah, I think that's another thing that's very important to do after figuring out that you're autistic, just connect with others and uh, share your experiences if you feel comfortable or not, you don't have to. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's also something. And if you think about it, 
all of these things, um, what they are helping you do is to reach to that place where you can trust yourself again. Um, I was talking to my psychologist uh, last week about this, and I was telling her about how I don't always know how to put things into words. Like, I I don't know how how to call the things that I feel or just, like, I can't articulate them. Um, and she asked me, but can you tell the difference between something that you want to do or something that you don't want to do? Like, do you get any any way of knowing? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I feel it in my bones when something... just When there's something that I don't want to do, I just... I I have a ton of different sensations in my body. Um, and when there's it's something that I want to do, I also feel another thing, like a zillion things. Um, um, and she said that, that I don't need to be able to put it into words if I, if I trust that. And I know that if you are listening to this, Regardless of your neurotype, to be honest, um, if you're listening to this, you can definitely think of moments you had in your life when you were like, yeah, I have no idea why, nor I have proof of it, of it but I know this is going to be terrible. <laughs> or the other way around, I, I don't know why, and everything seems to indicate that I should not do this, but... This is going to be great. Um, like that gut feeling, that intuition. Um, I feel like many of us just at some point, maybe we stopped trusting it because everyone was telling us like, no, you shouldn't trust yourself because you, you're always a weird one. I feel like that was the case for me. Um, at some point, it was just so many people being like, no, you're wrong you're wrong. It's not, that's not how it works. That's not how it is. That I was like, yeah, okay. I definitely, I can't trust myself because I'm not like everyone else. <laughs> so I definitely should not trust myself. Um, but after our diagnosis and all of these things that I mentioned, um, I feel like they all help us move to that place where we can trust ourselves again and trust our bodies and trust our brains, um, which can also help. And oftentimes it does with um, being able to, to know which are our sensory needs, for example, or like how we work essentially and our executive functioning profiles and just like all of these things that help us live more comfortably but if we don't take a moment to integrate all of this information and just look back and see ourselves with all of this information this you are autistic information um I'm not going to say that you are not going to reach that place, but I feel like it's going to be hard. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm done. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, 
I think so. Uh, yeah, just to summarize, um, if someone would come to me and say, I just found out I'm autistic, now what? I would tell them, well, first of all, take a moment to integrate this new information um, and just get to know yourself again, which sounds super easy and it's incredibly hard. Um, but yeah, I feel like through all of these things, like through community connections and research and talking about it and just processing all of this and trust, trusting ourselves, we can slowly go to that place where we where we are like, yeah, this feels like me. Maybe it's not me, that's fine, but uh, this feels like me. Um, which is something that many of us, until our diagnosis, didn't know. Whenever my psychologist asked me things like, oh, how were you like when you were a teen? I have no idea, because I was so many different people at the same time. Um, because I masked so much. So it's only when you talk about it and you rediscover yourself that you're like, huh, yeah, I remember liking this. I always liked these things. Why do I, why did I stop doing this? And then you realize that it was because someone said that. La, 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 la. <laughs> you know what I, what I mean. Um, so, yeah. Um, I feel like... Our diagnosis, just for the sake of getting a diagnosis, is just, it doesn't do much. Um, because our diagnosis provides language and resources and tools that we, first of all, that we didn't know they existed. And second of all, that we didn't know we needed. So I think that when we get our diagnosis, we really need to to take advantage of that, of all of those things that our diagnosis offers, um, which is information and connections and just self-acceptance and self-compassion and just so many things that come with it that are truly, truly life-changing in so many ways. Um, but it's just, it's not something that it's, it happens overnight. <laughs> it's not something that we don't have a manual for that because we are so different and we all have different needs. But I wish someone would have said to me, like, yeah, just slow down. <laughs> you, like, yeah, you just found out this huge thing about yourself. You don't have to figure out right now what you have to do. Like, take it easy. I wish someone would have said that. Um, but I... I was lost. I didn't know what what I was what I what I was supposed to do. Um, so yeah, I ended up. It just it took me a couple of months to be like, yeah, I should maybe start working on myself and doing these things. When I realized that I was just six, probably six months after my diagnosis or eight months. I'm not sure. <laughs> Time is weird. Um, I, I remember that a couple of months after my diagnosis, I was like, yeah, I'm kind of still living the same life that, I'm, that I was living before my diagnosis. So 
I should maybe do something about that. So that's when I was like, I need to do some tough changes uh, and I need to figure out what I want before doing that. So yeah, I started doing that. But all of during all of those months, I was just like telling people I was autistic and just that, not doing anything else for myself. Um, so yeah, I think that there's just, there's no way, there's no manual for this. I can't tell you, you should do this and then this and then this and then this. There's just, no one can tell you that. Um, it's your own journey. Um, but, well, maybe not but, just and. And it's going to take you whatever you need, whatever you need it to take. Does that make sense? Like, it's just, it, it depends on you. It's just about it. But you're, I feel like the one thing that it truly is up to us is being open to do that. Being open to be like, yeah, I need to rediscover myself. I need to figure out who I am. I need to know what I like, what I dislike. I need to regain trust in myself again. I need to know how my brain functions, how I work best, what makes me feel comfortable, what doesn't. Just it's so there's so many questions that arise because of our diagnosis. And I feel like slowly, if we slowly start answering them, we can get to a very, very cool and comfortable place of accepting ourselves and living our best autistic lives and uh, yeah I think I'm done now this wasn't so bad I think I don't know <laughs> um, I just it, at least it didn't feel bad but I don't know hopefully you will like this um, just a few little like notes information thingy I don't know how to call this I'm not I'm still so very new at this um, there's a transcript of the podcast that you will find in the, I don't know, like show notes, information, I don't know how things called, but you, there, there will be, <laughs> you will see a link at some point. That's the transcript. If you want to read it or you want to listen to podcast while reading the transcript, whatever. I'm realizing that I should have said this earlier. But okay, <laughs> um, and uh, the podcast is also available on YouTube, so you can um, listen and see the closed captioning, um, and that will happen for every episode, by the way, um, and yeah, I think I'm done, and hopefully I'll come back next week, we'll see how it goes. But for now, this is just episode one. And uh, yeah, please subscribe, follow, do all of those things that equal support, um, which are very, very appreciated. Um, and yeah, and uh, again, thank you so much for my sponsor, Timo, for sponsoring this podcast. And uh, 
thank you so much to show who created the amazing music of this podcast it's just it's wonderful i love it um and uh, yeah also check his work out um and uh, yeah i'm done thank you so much for listening and see you next time <laughs>